and welcome to the first um episode of 2024 of the sharp side of paranormal i am your host cody and once again up oh, up oh, we're having issues with facebook again i don't don't get why facebook is having issues i keep um I keep having issues and I don't know why. Oh, well, gotta love technology. Uh, hope you guys all had a uh, good 2023, the end of 2023. I uh, ended up having an impromptu investigation um, with somebody or a group that I interviewed when I was with the magazine. And um, now Facebook is working. Yay. Um, I got to investigate with the Wisconsin Apparition Tracking Society, or otherwise known as TWATS. Um, they were actually at the Monroe House, and right across the street at the old Blackford County Jail was Old World Paranormal and their team with Bree, and we ended up doing a split Estes session. And if you guys have not seen that, there are three parts to it. Excuse me. We uh, we did three parts. I was with Christina, Kim, and Denise at the Monroe House, and Bree was across the street at Old Blackford County Jail. And uh, we did a TikTok live, and I was asking the questions, and we were getting very intelligent responses from both of them, which was amazing. It was just absolutely amazing again you got to go check out the videos they're they're on my youtube uh yeah so uh tonight we are we're gonna be here with shadow side paranormal research society now how they came into my radar is the first time i was ever at the monroe house with angel and Lindsay. i was doing a tiktok live and this man who I'm going to bring in, Kenneth, or Ken, uh, who is a psychic, uh, actually came into my live and started saying stuff. He started saying names in that TikTok live. And then Angel would actually say them during the Estes session. And, and Angel could not see what, what Ken was saying. So that was phenomenal of an experience so uh we are we're having some technical difficulties there should be two of them but right now i'm going to introduce you to ken i'm going to bring ken on and here we go ken why hello how how are you this evening uh i am doing pretty well i'm trying to take and patch in some headphones here at the moment there we go. I see. If you need so me I can to stall, hear I can you stall. a little better, and hopefully you guys can hear me clearly. I can hear you just fine. I apologize for my voice. I'm I'm just getting over uh, a really nasty cold, but uh, and I kind of lost my voice. But that that happens, unfortunately. There. Let's see how that is. Yep. I can hear you just perfectly. 
Okay, excellent. I don't think it's going through. I don't think it is either. Right, here, take these ones. I can, now? I can, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Uh, we'll try the other pair. One moment. Sorry. It's no, you're fine. It's he me. can hear you. Yeah, it's a me thing. Ah, gotcha. At the moment, <clears throat> it's very, very quiet on this side. Uh, it could be me. I'm having some. Yeah, there've been a lot of um. Facebook issues. Where is mine? Right there. Is that any now? better on the audio? Ah, much better. Oh, okay. We're good now. Okay. So Ken, how did you how did you get into the paranormal? Well, uh, for me, my beginnings of my paranormal experiences and my uh, walk as being a psychic i started off when i had my very first experience when i was at the age of six all right so what uh what happened uh, i actually was going to visit my father in the in his home and when i was sleeping over and they had um came up with a deal of Nobody's brave enough to take and sleep in the attic, which was all set up for like almost like a studio apartment slash bedroom because they say, you know, there's a lot of weird things that go on in there, but we don't really know what, what's up with it. And me being the little tough guy that I thought I was, I was like, oh, no problem, Dad. I'll go up there and sleep. And went up there, got myself all settled in, and all of a sudden I had an apparition appear that had came out of the wall and had walked towards me and then actually sat down, <clears throat> excuse me, on the bed beside me while I was in the bed and actually stretched out their hand and put their hand on my chest. And uh, needless to say, I was not prepared. And I was like, okay, this is not cool. And I wound up jumping out of the bed and trying to run downstairs and get outside and back into uh, the company of other people. And that's what started me off. That would have, I mean, granted, I'm a grown guy and i still scream like a little girl so i probably would have freaked out myself oh yeah it was definitely there was some tears in there for sure panic tears because you know at an age like that you're not understanding not even a little bit as to what's going on but i just knew then and there that it was something unusual something very strange and at the time extremely scary for me all right i i yeah it would have definitely been scary and it looks like uh we oh, got yeah, rich right now. now oh excellent sorry guys no you're oh, fine. fine this was ridiculous i apologize if it was streaming it's not your fault it's the freaking weather here i lost power and so of course i lost power like a couple minutes before this all started you know so 
Uh, anyway, and my generator don't work. So anyway, I had to go on my phone. My computer's acting up. My brand new computer. So I had to jump on my phone. Well, at least you're here. Yeah. That's what matters, right? Absolutely. Thank you for having us, man. I really appreciate this. No, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. It's it's not a problem. Uh, so, Rich, what what got you into the paranormal? What got me into the paranormal were things that happened to me when I was a young kid. I um, saw some pretty weird things, and I had some things like trying to come after me. Um, I always tell this story because it was the most terrifying story that's happened to me was when I was a child. I remember my father trying to break into my bedroom because the bureau slid in front of the door and locked me in the bedroom. And I was screaming at the top of my lungs. And I just hear my father trying to pound through that door. You know, needless to say, my father was a little hurt after he got through, but he managed to get through uh, that. And that same day that that happened, we were trying to get out of the room and those old fashioned. Uh, the lights where you screw them in, and it has the glass piece that literally fell on my head as I was walking by to get out of the room and it split my head open. <clears throat> it didn't split it open bad. I didn't need stitches, but it like. I was bleeding, you know, and uh, so, I mean, ever since then, you know, it's been very easy for me to believe, you know. So how did you and Ken meet? Um, I put an advertisement out on Facebook because um, I had started this group and I was looking for like-minded people and wanted some help because it's a lot to handle doing this on your own. Um, and having teammates there to alleviate some of that pressure, like Ken does a lot of online TikTok work for shadow side. Um, he does a lot of the stuff that I should be doing, but I'm stuck behind the scenes. Uh, but, um, we met through Facebook. He contacted me after I put out, I put a, I literally put out an ad looking for people that wanted to, you know, be part of a paranormal group. And he uh, contacted me. And ever since then, it's been uh, about a year and a half, a little over maybe a year and a half now, somewhere around there. So around about. Yeah. And I started uh, Shadow Side, technically speaking, um, I started it uh, in 2021 when I registered the business, but it's kind of been like up and running for a while. It just wasn't named Shadow Side. I came up with the name. Actually, it was the next member and I who came up with the name. Uh, and uh, I just stuck with it because I really liked it. So. But Ken, I'll tell you what, having Ken on the team helps me because, like I said, he takes care of a lot of the TikTok issues that I have with trying to be online because I can't be everywhere, you know? It's difficult. So, yeah, I'm definitely out there trying to make connections. He is definitely 
I I have to say, with my experiences that I've had with Ken, him showing up in my TikTok live and just saying stuff, and then the people that were doing the Estes session would say the same thing just seconds later. It just blew my mind at how phenomenal he is. So uh, I was like, yeah, we definitely got to have him on the on the show and 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 bring you along with with him yeah uh, and i'll tell you what um if it like uh and don't get me wrong in the in the year and a half it, you know like it it goes with any relationship there's ups and downs in the relationship ken and i have oh like and since day one ken and i have literally always been like straight honest with each other no issues and if we have an issue it gets cleared up you know what i'm saying um yeah. And that's what I like about it. And he is carrying, like I said, carrying a lot of the weight for me because I'm trying to learn the last six months. <laughs> I've been trying to learn how to edit and it has been pure hell. So um, I don't know what to do about all that, but that's like a whole nother subject. So sorry, yeah, Leo. To get it really good content for people to be able to see. I don't want the thing is I don't want the same old same old okay I don't want to be going to all these different places that everybody else has done and try and put up an, an investigation as they call them um I'm slowly learning a lot of things by I it's been 2 years non-stop just watching YouTube uh research um i watch other groups i watch them i don't care if they're people talk about them saying they're bad i watch them because i want to know what they're doing is wrong you know make sure we don't pick up bad habits you know so but on I'm, the other hand we see the people that are out there that are actually doing a really good job presenting themselves in the paranormal community community so that's you know other side of the other side of the, of the sword exactly well, that's a big thing too is um <clears throat> excuse me is knowing that um there's still good people out there who don't how do i say this who aren't who aren't doing it for views okay um i'm i opened up shadow side paranormal uh my biggest thing was to help people who needed help like i needed help when i was younger so and my parents couldn't afford to pay anybody i don't believe in charging um i think it's morally i think it's immoral um i always go by this right here if i get a phone call from a pregnant woman who barely can afford the time of day and she's having all these problems paranormal problems what am i going to say go get the money bitch excuse my language no i'm not going to do that i'm going to be like let's get on this and let's help you i don't i'm not in it for the goddamn money i'm in it to learn and get as much knowledge as i can that's why i said i bit yeah yeah i and i that's why i said i've been watching non-stop i mean 
every paranormal investigator that's out there if you look at my youtube page you'll see i have over 300 subscriptions that i apply to so i can go in and watch whatever i want to watch so there's a group that um joe from entity 7 paranormal um he is probably one of the most straight up dudes i have met in a very long time and he's a little um how do i say this he's very like on point with equipment and um he's been doing a lot of testing and again with the whole research thing i've been learning from him is that um you definitely have to be careful with some of the equipment and ken and i were recently talking about uh some of the equipment we're going to not so much take out of the picture but not use as much i guess because um i want to do testing myself i'm not going to go by what someone else is, says so i'm sorry i'm just rambling on no you're fine so i was what, just going to ask what what kind of equipment are you guys getting rid of like what are what are your thoughts on certain pieces of equipment in the field okay so I did a little bit of research, okay? Um, again, that's what it all comes down to with me, is what scientifically, I guess, right now, like if you look at the um, DR60, how it, that's the coveted machine, which it brought to light something to me is, is why in the world do you want a DR60 that, records on the lowest quality so it literally if you make a movement or something it can be picked up and misinterpreted as like a hello or whatever the case may be so like even if you move just a tiny bit it will maybe make up a it'll sound like a word or something like that like if i move my arm and scrape it's gonna get picked up by that and it's not on the best audio recording which i don't understand that they got they got it on the lowest uh, quality recording and to me it just doesn't make sense um i want to have the best audio recordings that you can get out there and i don't after reading about all this stuff i don't see myself spending five thousand dollars or four thousand dollars on a dr60 i really don't um i have a I have the step, uh, the step up from that, which is the QR80, and I use that, and I, not, I don't know. Ever since I've learned about the <laughs> issues that they're having with it, and how it picks everything up, um, it does pick everything up because, like I said, it picks up a sound and it could interpret it as a hello for all I know, you know. So that's one of the things I am not going to be using for sure. Um, I'm going to be using microphones like I have this one. Um, I have that. And so we have, you know, a few different ones. But still, the point is that, like, I'm trying to learn more about the SLS. Now, there's a lot of question about the SLS. Um, I'm not a big fan of the SLS. It was a yeah. flood technology when it was for the Xbox and 
and and there are people that swear by it. And I'm like, listen, it said my couch was a person. So how can we say that it successfully, you know, it, it can spot apparitions or paranormal spirits? Exactly. Exactly. Um, of course, the, no, no. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I don't think until that technology um, gets figured out, I don't think I'm going to be using it as a way to come up with answers for people that need answers for the paranormal. So I don't think it would be right um, to misinterpret or, you know, say, oh, look, you know, Joe's over there. You know, oh, your uncle Joe is over there sitting on the couch. You know, I mean, I'm not doing that. You know, um, I always had an issue with the SLS, but I was always very curious about it. And uh, the thing that um, always got me was, like you said, it would be like showing a figure, you know, like the couch or the chair or something. And you're like, now, is that just like, because it's a chair and it's like the shape of a human. You know what I'm saying? Right. Coat rack. I, 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 this field is all about science. There are people in it that don't take it uh, as seriously as they should. And I was talking to a group that I, um, that I, uh, yeah, why is it that ghosts always speak English seems fishy? Uh, so somebody just put that in the comments. Actually, um, there's a location here in Fort Wayne, Indiana called the Bell Mansion. And we have actually got EVPs in Spanish and in French as well. So it's it's not always English. Um, but what I want to do is I want to build my own recorder that also tracks temperature and barometric pressure at the same time. And it graphs it out because I want to know if there's any correlation with a temperature change when we capture an EVP. And you know something, I think that the other side to that is, is the only thing you have to be careful with, with temperature readings is keep in mind something that, um, those temperature readings are going to change as soon as uh, you have it in a room. And next thing you know, there's two or three of you in that room. Your body heat may change that and it may go off because of that. Um, so that's the only issue I have with the temperature reader. But um, other than that, yeah, I, you know, there's there's got to be ways to get around this. There's got to be ways for us to figure this out. And with how many people are in this community now and how we are uh, banding together, I'll say, for the for, for the most part, for the most part, mm -hmm. um, coming together and helping each other out, uh, I think that um, we're only going to have better equipment. And I still say to this day, um, and Thomas Donahue knows what I'm talking about and so does and Ken, but your best, your best piece of equipment is yourself. It'll always be yourself. Well, Ken is like the, one of the best pieces of equipment out there him, himself, <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, so I, I've said that, that you don't need all this fancy equipment to go paranormal investigating. A lot of it is flashy. And that's why people have it. But 
I am switching from, you know, having some of that flashy stuff because I do have music boxes and and other yep. stuff that I do do use, and it yep. has its purposes. Yep, mm -hmm. I agree. But I want more scientific evidence. And someone on my Twitch comments put, couldn't the new AI wireless internet mapping help see the paranormal? Theoretically, oh. yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I theoretically, yes. Yeah. Right? Well, we had a uh, bit of that with um, Zach Bagan's group where they actually were ma doing the mapping on the inside of the... Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. And they mapped that, didn't it? Wasn't it, was it them that mapped a chair that was in the room? That was And it actually, actually wasn't in the room? Yeah, yeah, that was really messed up. Yeah. If that, if that was an actual thing, that was really messed up. You know, I always say that if that is true, that's pretty scary. Okay. You always got to yeah. see that nowadays because of the technology. You don't know what's real, what's not. So. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. Um, you get all these people that, you know, take these devices out there like the Ovulus or, you know, I've, I've used it, the spirit talker app, but how do we know that's all in the up and up? Yeah. Unless, unless you build your own equipment and you know how it operates, you can't be a hundred percent sure. That's uh, something Joe was talking about at Entity 7 Paranormal. I'm going to keep bringing him up because that guy is pretty damn smart. Um, if you want to talk to someone that um, will break down equipment, I suggest you get a hold of him because this guy, uh, his uh, YouTube channel, he is sort of a, a he, first off, he's an investigator, okay? But he also will call people out that he thinks are fake. No problem. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If he thinks you're fake, he's calling you out. Um, which I don't have a problem with. I mean, we don't need fake in our industry. You know, what we need is scientific proof to get us to move forward. You know, right? I mean, we don't need bullshit. Absolutely. We need answers. Undeniable, solid, solid, factual, or at least factually based data. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing about it, too, is, um, you know, there's a, this other guy, um, Mythos Paranormal. He's a smaller channel, and um, he actually came out against you know that whole cody and satori thing that happened he actually came out against them but he was for them at first and he was like defending them this that and the other and he accidentally came across what he thought was cody you know cheating and he only came across that because he was doing a video trying to prove that it was real and it comes out to him that what he saw was fake so all of a sudden now he's gained a lot of popularity because you have these other groups like uh n87 beardo i don't know if you guys know of these people but like beardo beardo is a, a debunker and a paranormal investigator and he's a nice guy i'll give him that he's 
a bit hard. Him and Side Eye Guy are can be a bit hard on people. The only thing I don't like is you know making fun of people. I'm not into that. Look, you can disagree with them, but there's no need to take shots, personal shots. That's oh wait, I can see chat. Hi, Leah. Oh no, that's not chat. Okay. Hi, Leah. Hello. Anyway. Hello. So yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I got off track. When then in our own right, we're actually trying to come up with our own equipment that we use out in the field. Like I have our prototype here of our own EVP slash, um, what's my word, Richard? I just lost it. Music box. Our detector. Yeah, music box. Exactly. Which, you know. Being the fun people that we are, we decided to uh, give it a very interesting. It's not. Oh, it's it's, it's not gonna work. It's working. It's not working. Huh? Oh, it's working. Oh, we can't hear it. Vincent Price. I can kind of hear it. Yeah, it's, it's Vincent Price's laughing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I made that. I put range on that. If the range goes, you can have it from, I think it was either four feet or six feet. I'm not sure uh, where it starts. And it can range all the way up to think I got to 26 feet with it, with the music box. So I'm not 100% sure. We haven't done much testing with it. Because I started it last year and then my computer died. So, yeah, that yeah, was a whole put thing. It on the back burner, but it it was quite impressive. I uh, this year I'm going to. I bought a 3D printer, so I'm going. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, start building my own equipment. And start testing equipment and trying to find stuff that works with what I want to do as far as scientific evidence goes. Well, if you um, ever need us to test anything, you let us know. We'll help you out. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, no matter what evidence you produce, someone will always say it's false. You can't make everyone happy. No, that's true, Tom. That's very true. That's very true. That's Thomas. He's my... Uh, uh, it was part of Shadow Side, uh, uh, last year, yeah, last year, right? I don't know, I lost track yeah. anyway. <laughs> he's actually going to be on the show here in a couple of weeks, yeah, he's a hot shit. That guy, uh, I went to um, a Paracon event, and I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for him, you're gonna have to excuse me, my cat's rolling up, um. Miss Penny is going to say hello. Most, oh, no. Okay. Um, he helped me a lot at the Paracon. Uh, I wanted to talk to certain people. I needed to talk to um, Exploring with Josh because he's been down to the Hockamock Swamp a lot. And I wanted to exploring pick his Joe. brain. No, 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 no. It was Josh. It was at the Paracon. Exploring with Josh was oh, at the Paracon. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, I, cause I wanted to pick his brain about the Hockamock swamp and ask him a few questions. So hello. 
I'm Hi, finally Andrew. seeing Chad. Uh, but uh, so I got up there and I asked him a few questions, but if it wasn't for Thomas, you know, he's like, hey, Rich, Josh is over there, you know, and he's pointing me into the directions. He's like, so-and-so is over there, over there. And I'm just like, geez, that's awesome. You know, he's a hot shit. The guy freaking helped me out a lot. So I appreciate it, Thomas. Thank you. So what is the goal for 2024? We're six days in. You guys are my first guest at the sea, you know, the year. What are your plans for this year? I know one thing. Um, we absolutely positively have got to figure out. We lost. Um, God, this hurts. We lost seven of our nine investigations that we had to corrupt files. I possibly got one of them back at a very high cost. I'm still waiting to hear. Um, but <clears throat> I want to have the problem figured out. I mean, I ended up spending a ton of money on SD cards that were better than the ones that I had. And I kind of found out from, ironically enough, which I'm not gonna bad melt them but i don't i'm not a huge fan of their content but um exploring with angelo told me that um to use not to use micro sd cards because micro sd cards will um corrupt quicker and easier than the regular sd cards and i really wish i would have known that because i just spent like about four weeks before he told me that i spent like eighteen hundred dollars on sd cards so anyway um yeah that's one of the things i really want to do is get our content out there because we're suffering oh bad so that's why I've been telling Ken, you know, you do what you got to do with TikTok, keep us relevant. And I'm not trying to sound like an ass by saying that, but I mean, it's the truth, you know, because I haven't been able to. And thank God for Ken, you know. Ken, oh, what do you, you want to see? I, uh, I would definitely like to see more investigation and field work because we've lost a lot of time because of health issues weather things of that nature COVID I just took us uh, took us out we were supposed to go on to an investigation and <laughs> on the 22nd and COVID stopped that yay sorry ken go ahead yeah no that it's okay and uh the other thing along that is that god willing if we can get the funds that we would like to do one, one upper, upper scale investigation site, whether it's uh, Fort Knox in Maine or maybe something a little bit um, further out, maybe somewhere out in New York or you know something that we can afford and be able to go out and do a honest, honest in kind of in your face type of investigation where people can get 
an even better understanding of what Shadowside's about, what we put out for evidence and for people's uh, entertainment purposes, if you will, or um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, or just from the standpoint of knowledge and having people go, okay, this is not the malarkey that some people try to put out there as paranormal investigations. I mean, like you said earlier, before Richard was able to come in, I made you a true believer of what I'm able to do. Because until that point, Cody, we had never known each other. That's true. And and then all of a sudden you just come into my life and, and just start helping us during an investigation. And it was just absolutely amazing. Like when I told you about the blue doll on the shelf. So, um, yeah, yeah. The blue doll. I remember that. I, 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 like I said, I've been back a couple of times and it's always that blue doll that there's, there's stuff going on with. So, uh, Leah has got a question for you guys. What is your guys's go-to snacks and drinks? And do you guys ever sleep at investigational sites? Uh, my go-to snack is usually whatever um, Molly brings. <laughs> I shout out for Molly. That's great. Yeah, Richard is uh, like, oh my god! Uh, and Molly will pull out the magical box of uh, Sour Patch Kids. You know, They're like here you go, Richard. Here's your pick me up. Yeah, um, I'm a diabetic too. I do have to be careful, but um, I, I always need to be shoveling something. Uh, after a few hours, I have to be shoveling something in my mouth because otherwise I get weak. And I noticed, I have noticed on investigations too, that um, my blood sugar gets messed with, and I'm not sure if that's a paranormal thing. Um, I'm not going to say it's a paranormal thing till I have proof, but. Um, it's happened to me probably, uh, four or five times now. So <clears throat> what I'm going to think I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start bringing my blood meter with me. Probably. Maybe I can start registering some like, information with that. Like a before and after or during would be. Yes, pretty exactly. Exactly. Uh, I know for me. As well as Molly, which is also one of our field investigators, as well as doing field research. She is really, really great. And I'm not saying that because she's my wife, but she she has definitely got the chops and what it takes to, to be able to help us compile information, which I will also go on the record that I pride myself, and Richard can tell you, I never get any information prior to where we're going. No, we hold it back from him. It's the rule. Yeah. yeah. So, so that I can go in cold. Mike has a question. What is your guys' uh, favorite piece of equipment? 
uh, quite honestly. Um, I, there's, God, this is going to sound corny. Um, my ears and, uh, I, well, if, as far as the equipment goes, I would say an EVP recorder, um, an actual good EVP recorder, um, mm -hmm. a high, you know, like you can record in high volume or the uh, HD or whatever the hell they call it. So I just, I feel like the best tool for me is my ears and my empath ability. So I feel everything. So that's why Ken and I make a good team because Ken brings them in. And if they need to be pushed away, that's my job. So I don't know why, I don't know how, but it's my job. And just to answer the last part of the question, um, we have not slept anywhere as a team yet, I think. Have we, Ken? We've been uh, we out slept briefly at Rhode Island. Oh, that's right. What right. the hell am I saying? I forgot about that. Oh, Rhode Island, that was an investigation. Jeez, I'm crow. Um, we had a six hour long Estes method going. Uh, it was crazy because it was just the amount of stuff we were getting was just, I didn't want to stop it. I kept uh, rotating people in and out. And uh, it was a little disturbing, we'll say, because some of the words that were said were very. Um, of course. Of course. Yeah, very inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. Very yeah. inappropriate. Mm -hmm. So. But um, yeah, it's as far as tools go, I personally like, you know, using an EVP recorder, um, like I said, a good one and um, just listening and feeling that's the way I and I know Ken um, when he when Ken is working, you'll see him if he has like, uh, what do you call that the uh, EVP recorder or even a uh, EMF meter or whatever in his hand, you'll see him zone in and almost like, what do you want to call it? Like just tunnel vision it and just like look it's in and see what light. he can see. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice because then when he tunes in, it, it allows me to almost like tune out because he's doing his job and when he's done his job my job is to just essentially be a shield this is what we've learned right. between us and SCS method for me especially if it's intense like the rhode island investigation was it will not 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 only be taxing to me but it's like it takes the wind out of my sails where i've actually got to sit back and catch myself up a little bit because it's very draining and you can see me. that in the rhode island investigation too when he was under the estes method uh there was one of the times where like he he came out and he was sweating like a stuffed pig and he had to like kick back for a few minutes because you could tell he was white and i've been there uh you know like if you have a good estes method you're gonna get wiped out it it takes a lot out of you if you um if if it's if you're doing everything proper so and there's a lot of things thing that was 
I'm sorry, Richard, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. And then the other thing that was awesome and taxing at the same time, when it came to the Rhode Island investigation is that we were like almost automatically on an investigation from the moment we hit the property. Yeah. Having oddball things happen. Uh, well, the house was what, 400 years old? Yeah, it was built in uh, 1650, was it? Or yeah, that's right. 1650, I think it was. Yeah. I, I think. Sometimes yep. they flip my numbers around. <laughs> so, um, more questions. Which do you guys uh, like better, residential or public locations? I personally, I personally want to be doing residential because I feel like I'm helping more. Um, okay, but that being said, I will say this, that if there is a place that every Joe Schmo has been to and, you know, the owner wants us to come in, then I'll, I'll go in and, and do what I need to do, do my investigation. But yeah, I'm sorry. Um, go ahead, Ken. Uh, no, I was just waiting. Um, for oh, me. I thought you were saying something. No, no. I had, had a, had an itch. But uh, <clears throat> for me, I like both. But I find that when I am in an outdoor investigation, I have more happen. That's more diverse. Like when I'm out, like when we did um, Old Hill. <laughs> yeah. And we're having all these different things. We're having shadow movement that are out on the wood line. Back when we had our um, our FLIR thermal imager that we could uh -huh. see. There's a sore subject. And, well, I think we'll be okay. I just think that it's not, let me say, I don't think it's gone. It's just MIA at the moment. We're not sure exactly where it is. But yeah, we ended up misplacing it. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to have our team in the field and then you're going to go, okay, there's four of us here, but we're seeing five. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you can't, you cannot, that's that's not something you can, like, just disregard, you know, because yeah. it's a thermal imager and if you're seeing something there, hot, cold, or whatever, it means it's there, you know, and you have to go in and look to see you know, is it a reflection off of something? Debunk it. If you do your best mm -hmm. to debunk it, if you can't, then guess what? You know, you have an answer, you know? Or one of my other favorite nights, and it was a little bit of, um, how should I say it? It was excitement. There was a wee bit of comedy in there. You know, definitely building relationships within the team and having camaraderie as, as a team. When we went to the asylum, the asylum yeah. was awesome. awesome. And then we were actually trying to get in, which unbeknownst to us, we were given information that wasn't quite accurate. So that when we showed up there, 
we couldn't physically get into any of the buildings. So we always we did perimeters and walks of the areas in between the buildings. And then Richard getting bored. Yeah, the graveyard was bad to the bone. Richard getting bored and being his comedic self, he comes up to one of the main buildings of the um, <clears throat> of the uh, asylum, and he knocks. He goes, knock, knock, knock. And he goes, <laughs> wonder what will happen. I wonder if somebody will answer. And I shit you not, he had the, he had the, the voice box. Spirit before. box. Yep. Spirit box. And it said, clear as day. Don't knock. <laughs> right after he had knocked. And he it was, was like, like seconds after, oh, too. Shit. Okay. <laughs> and then we had a, a very nice female officer that had showed up shortly thereafter and said, uh, guys, you know, you're not in trouble, but we would really prefer that you guys aren't walking around out here or trying to get in any of the buildings. And said, well, no, because, you know, we're very strict. We run everything above board. We won't trespass. We won't do things that can cause either trouble for ourselves or a property owner or, or whatnot. So... Exactly. And then we would ask her, we were like, so, I mean, have you ever physically been in? She says, oh, yeah, man. I'm scared as hell to go in there. I don't like going in there. Because of all the oddball things that have happened in there. But unfortunately, that property has been sold and is going yeah. to be torn down and turned into condominiums. So, yeah, yet another paranormal treasure that will be lost to because of our governor our governor decided to not keep it and decide to get rid of it and sell it so that's his choice i guess i don't know well maybe Whatever. that'll bring more business for after it's built <laughs> yeah right hey yeah, they'll be calling us up and be like, uh, we need help here. Yeah, we know. We we're just waiting for you guys to call. You know, yep. that's what it's going to come down to. It happens time and time again. Well, guys, um, real one more quick question, and then we'll wrap things up. Um, Leah, I was going to ask this question. Uh, Leah asked how you do she didn't catch the beginning of the show. Uh, she's like, how do you guys feel about mediums? And well, Ken is a medium. So I love quite well. <laughs> uh, he loves them. He loves them. Yeah. Uh, so Mike wanted to know uh, what, what has been your guys's favorite place to investigate? I, I think hands down for me, it was Rhode Island. I'd have to. Uh, uh, Rhode Island was a little weird because we're, you know, we we ended up finding this Ouija board and I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying this, but I had to make an executive decision because we're so far out um, that I ended up chopping up the Ouija board and burning it. Um, but blasting it as well. 
but the yeah, I I blessed it. Uh, I'm an ordained minister, so I blessed it. This, that, and the other. I blessed every piece. Um, holy water, holy oil. Um, I broke it. And I, we burnt it, and there was nothing left to it. I mean, not a thing. Um, but what is unfortunate is the person who actually burned the Ouija board a uh, few months later ended up losing his house to a fire. So. I feel completely responsible for that. I don't give a shit what anybody tells me, excuse my language. I feel responsible for that. I always will feel responsible for that because I know that's what happened. Um, but uh, I also know that our only choice was to bury it on the property, break it up into seven pieces, bless each piece, break it up. Um, and dig seven different holes and put them in seven different positions. But I didn't want to do that because we're on their property. I didn't want to bury it on their property. Um, and there was also a resident of that particular location that we do strongly believe was being influenced spiritually in a negative very way. Very strongly. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. My dog, you must hear my wife coming in. That's my oh, Max. boy. It happens. Oh. Most of the yeah. time, you can actually hear my kids during the show. They're, they're upstairs. But, but, but Ken, Rich, it was a pleasure speaking with you guys, having you guys on the show. Um, I Thank you for being my first guest for 2024. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year for you guys. Um, yeah, I hope it's a good year for you guys. And, and if Thank you guys you. are ever in the Indiana area, let me know and we'll go investigate together. Heck Absolutely. yeah, man. I'm about that. I'll tell you that much. It's always fun to, to investigate with new people. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, real quick, uh, guys, where can they find you? Uh, well, we're on TikTok, Shadowside PRS. We had to change... That's a whole nother thing. We had to change our TikTok, but um, it's Shadowside PRS right now. Uh, and uh, YouTube is just Shadowside Paranormal. So, All right. Go give them a follow and, and look for exciting things this year. All right. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Thanks.